Welcome to Standard Chartered Money Insights, a podcast series by Standard Chartered Bank that brings you market views and insights on the go. Hello everyone, my name is Manpreet and thank you for joining me today on the Through the Noise podcast. Now this week there are a couple of interesting trends we've been watching in financial markets. Uh, There's of course the Asian equity and bond markets after outperforming the global peers since mid-May. We've seen them give back a bit of their outperformance. So that's one topic we'll be digging a little bit more into this week. Um, There is, of course, the broader question about after the US CPI number, uh, whether that's, you know, uh, leading to a peak in the dollar. Uh, It's a peak, of course, we've been looking for a long time. And of course, there's a question of whether the continued fall in oil prices is something uh, that, you know, whether we should be paying more attention to. So a few interesting topics, but to discuss these and related questions, today I'm joined by Daniel Lam, who's the head of equity strategy in our CIO office. Um, so, Daniel, look, welcome to the podcast. Uh, maybe let's kick off with the question on Asian markets. So, clearly, we can see that Asian equity markets have lapped global equities amid the recent rebound. Is that something that you expect to continue or do you expect a rebound ahead? Well, okay, so let's look at the different factors at play. The reason why Asia underperformed was because of the US-China geopolitical tensions. There was also a flare-up of COVID-19 in some regions in China. And of course, the Chinese consumption inflation and the PBOC's subsequent statement that it will be safeguarding the economy against inflation risk. That spooked the market, right? Because if you look at what's happening in the US, there has been strong job growth data and also the inflation data, the CPI data this week um, has been below expectations. Uh, but if you look deeper, you would think that geopolitical tensions tend to have a temporary effect on markets only. And COVID-19 flare-up thus far had been relatively limited in terms of the impact on economic activity. And in terms of the U.S., um, the inflation um, in some of the demand-led areas like housing, um, they should be keeping the Fed on a tightening path. So net-net, we think that basically here, um, Asian and Japan equities, um, they do appear oversold relative to the um, U.S. equities. And valuation still remains below the long-term average. So right now, it's actually quite interesting to be looking at Asia right now. Okay. Um, I wanted to sort of now zoom in a little bit on UK equities. Now, I know this is a market we don't usually spend a lot of time on, but in a mid-year outlook, uh, it's something you you did highlight as a preferred equity market. So can you tell us a little bit more about your views in this place? Okay, so there are a few factors that are acting for UK equities, right? So first of all, in terms of valuation, it is very attractive. On an absolute basis, the 12-month forward PE for MSCI UK is 9.8 times, which is below 10 times. Um, That's around the 20-year low. And on a relative basis versus global equities, the UK equities is trained at a 35% discount which is a steepest discount in 20 years. So that's valuation. And the other factor to look at is that the UK equities is actually um, heavy in the old economy sectors like financials, energy, and materials. That's like 40% of the index versus uh, 25% um, of those three sectors in the MSCI or country world index. So as inflation uh, returns and yields are no longer at the ultra low levels that we've been witnessing in recent times, um, the um, these sectors should be um, doing relatively well. Okay, and thirdly, of course, we've been talking about the balance between growth and income in the current environment. How important it is, and UK equities yielding four point two percent on a twelve month basis versus a two point three percent dividend yield in MSCI All Country World. 
index. So UK equity is looking interesting right now. Of course, um, there are uncertainties uh, in the political leadership transition. But then if it gets resolved quickly and there's more clarity in uh, in the policies, then um, it could be a positive catalyst for UK equities going forward. Okay, so one of the drivers, of course, you mentioned was was the energy sector, um, you know, feeding a review on UK equities. And I know you like the energy sector more broadly. Uh, presumably, that means you're still constructive on oil prices despite the recent downtrend? Yes, on a 12-month horizon, we are constructive on oil because there has been chronic underinvestment in the sector. There's limited spare capacity. And of course, there's a geopolitical risk premium to that as well. Um, on the short term, however, you know, oil has been hit because of the resumption of the Dushba pipeline, which supplies oil from Russia to Central Europe. That's weighing on oil prices. OPEC Plus also agreed last week to increase oil production by 100,000 barrel per day from September. That's also putting some pressure on oil um, for the short term. Okay, so the key support right now is at 82, which we expect to hold. And uh, a break above 105 is likely needed for near-term downtrend to fade. But in the longer term, we are still constructive. Okay. And, and finally, I just wanted to get your thoughts on the US dollar. Uh, if I look at the dollar index, it does appear to have broken lower uh, following sort of the, the, the sort of lower than expected US CPI inflation print. Uh, do you think we've seen the peak in the dollar? Yes, uh, we are seeing that, you know, the peaking process is is playing out on the dollar, okay? Because US, as U.S. inflation moves gradually lower, um, you see that the overextended U.S. dollar positioning is going to get unwind, okay? So the dollar is likely to face uh, further downward pressure. And um, basically, uh, right now, the initial resistance is at 106.4. And as long as the dollar stays below 107.4, we would be seeing uh, some short-term bearishness on the dollar, okay? And we think that the DXY index is probably going to test the next key support at 103.85. Thanks. Thank you, Daniel. Um, I think quite a bit to think about, but we'll bring it to a close here. Uh, Thanks again for sharing your thoughts with us. And thank you, listeners, of course, for joining us today. Now, again, just as a reminder, if you want to read more about our market views or strategies for investing in today's markets, uh, please do take a look at the Standard Chartered Wealth Insights page on LinkedIn. Uh, And of course, if you'd like uh, more detailed access to our publications, please do reach out to your relationship manager or investment advisor. Uh, With that, wish you all a great weekend and look forward to speaking with you again next week. Thank you for listening to Standard Chartered Money Insights, a podcast series by Standard Chartered Bank. For more details on the latest market insights, subscribe to Standard Chartered Money Insights.